Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which is 6.40 in the morning Pacific time. Please adjust for your time zone. I know that it, it's different in every time zone, but that I'm on the West Coast. For those of you that do not know who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon. I come to you with an education background in that I'm a teacher and um, had a huge interest even before I got out of high school for health, nutrition, and exercise because I didn't want to travel down some of the paths that my grandparents had traveled down health-wise. I came to the TR90 program when they first um, started, had first put it out on the market because I had been in the R90 program prior and while I was already doing the things that were in the R90 program, it was not working for me. But when they added the supplements to the TR90 program, that made all the difference in the world for me. So that is a little bit of my backstory. So the TR90 program in a nutshell is you've got one really good, clean, lean meal a day. When you're first starting out, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals. It's really important because that helps build the muscles, um, which increases um, calorie burn. Making sure to get seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables, drinking plenty of water to stay hydrated. Hydration and sleep are both are two of the most important things that really help set this program apart and realize that this is a lifestyle change. It's not a one and done. Taking your supplements about 15 to 20 minutes before your meal is optimal. If you're not able to do that, do take it with your meal because that will work. Current thinking is for hydration is drinking at least one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. If you're exercising moderately to heavily or if you are in a really humid area, you will need to increase that even more. It's hydration. Usually if you think you're hungry, it's really that you're thirsty and you're already in dehydration mode. Making sure to get seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables daily. Getting seven to eight hours of rest daily. That sleep is the other thing that is really important for the TR90 program because adequate sleep and adequate water make the program work much better if you're not getting good quality sleep and plenty of hydration that will slow the whole process down making sure to get 30 minutes of exercise at least five days a week that's moderate to heavy exercise i would switch it up between both weight bearing and aerobic just because um One, it keeps your body guessing. Two, it keeps you well balanced. And those of us that get older, we need that resistance training to keep the muscle mass, although we need the aerobic part to stay healthy and stay mobile. So with that being said, I am always looking for things to share with you that um, to include into your TR90 lifestyle. And today I'm sharing some information out of a book that's called Superfoods Health Style, Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Life for the Rest of Your Life. Oh, if you ever miss these calls, you can pick them up on SoundCloud. 
Put in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and TR-90. And the calls are archived back to the beginning. If you get podcasts elsewhere, again, if you put in Frank and TR-90, you should be able to pick those up. Just if you're on a road trip, you might want to uh, download a few and listen to them back to back. There's always lots of great information that's coming out of them. So today I'm sharing some information out of Superfoods Health Style, Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Life for the Rest of Your Life. It's written by Stephen G. Pratt, MD, and Kathy Matthews. And even though this book was published in 2006, it has just a wealth of really great information in it. So beans in the kitchen, it's so easy to get more beans and other legumes into your diet. You can cook your own and save money and have the luxury of picking from a wide variety of dried beans. Or you can buy canned beans at a mo- and at a moment's notice have a delicious healthy meal on the table. If you're a dried bean fan, you'll have to plan ahead. As most methods of cooking beans requires an overnight soaking. You can cut the prep time by cooking the beans in a pressure cooker. Whatever method you choose, cooking beans requires very little attention. Cooking them in batches allows you to freeze them and always have some on hand. Beans freeze well in plastic freezer bags. Don't forget to label the bags with the type of beans and the date. When you shop for dried beans, make a point to buy them only from markets with a good turnover. Old beans don't, won't cook up well, and you can waste hours trying to get them tender. If you buy beans from bulk bins, make sure the bins are clean and covered. If you buy dried beans in bags, avoid the ones with powder in the bags, as that can indicate age. A great introduction to legumes is lentils. Lentils are quick to cook, no soaking required, and very versatile. Add a bit of curry powder to give them an Indian flavor or some chopped garlic, celery, and olive oil for a more traditional spin. Most lentils take about 20 minutes to cook in boiling water. Cook up a batch and keep them in a plastic container to eat as a side dish or to add to broth or other seasonings for an almost instant filling healthy soup. Canned beans are the solution to quick, easy bean meals. The drawback to using canned beans can be the sodium levels that they contain. Some are unacceptably high. Look for the low sodium or no salt added beans, which are becoming increasingly available or alternatively, Rinse the beans in cold water, which will remove much of the salt. Keep a variety of canned beans in the pantry for a quick meal. It's helpful to mark the top of the cans with the date purchased so that you can use them in the order of freshness. To make an instant black bean soup, add a can of low-sodium black beans to a jar of salsa, Thin it with vegetable or chicken stock and add oregano, chili powder, and Tabasco to taste. Mash some of the beans and return them to the pot to thicken the soup. Here's another thought. 
sprinkle garbanzo beans on a salad for a boost of flavor, texture, and protein. Or mash garbanzo or black beans with finely chopped garlic and chopped red onions or scallions. Fill a whole wheat pita or wrap with the bean sprouts or some shredded romaine lettuce and some chopped tomatoes for a pack of a lunch. For a great salad, combine a half a cup of black beans, a few spoonfuls of salsa, and some diced red onion and diced avocado. Or, here's another thought, roast green beans by placing them in a single layer in a baking pan, drizzling them with olive oil and sprinkle with pepper, perhaps some finely diced garlic on top. Roast in a preheated 400-degree oven for about 20 minutes, baking the pan a few times during cooking. So here's a recipe for a what he calls the best bean salad. A simple salad to mix up the morning, to mix up in the morning and serve as lunch or as a side dish to a dinner entree. Add some chopped parsley or cilantro if desired. So you take one can, one fifteen ounce can of low sodium black beans, rinsed and drained, one fifteen ounce of low sodium navy beans rinsed and drained two tablespoons of red wine vinegar, two celery stalks finely diced, one small red onion finely diced, one fresh tomato or one-half cup canned tomatoes chopped, juice discarded, two to three tablespoons of extra virgin olive oil, and salt and pepper to taste. You're going to mix all of those ingredients together in a bowl and refrigerate for an hour or two before serving. So that recipe, again, is one 15-ounce can of black beans, one 15-ounce can of navy beans. Both of those cans rinsed and drained. Two tablespoons of red wine vinegar. Two celery stalks finely chopped. One small red onion finely diced. One fresh tomato or a half a cup of canned tomato chopped, juice discarded. I'd save the. I think I would save the juice for another recipe and um, either freeze it or um, throw it in the refrigerator if you're going to use it real soon. Two to three tablespoons of extra virgin olive oil, salt, and pepper to taste. So, one of the things that beans can help with is the potential to help avoid. Here's here's how to avoid some diabetes. Steps that you can take to control it if you already have it. Maintain a healthy weight. If, and realize with PR90, you don't look at the weight on the scale. Look, your better bet is to look at the percentage of body fat. Exercise. Countless studies have demonstrated that exercise improves insulin sensitivity. If you're sedentary, our exercise goal of 30 minutes most days is a good start. You don't have to do it all at once. 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes at lunch, and 10 minutes in the evening are fine. Find a time to walk. It's the easiest beginning exercise is doing the walking. If you're over 45, get your blood glucose tested and ask your healthcare professional how often you should repeat that particular measure. Reduce your fat intake. 
Pay attention to the types of fats that are in your diet. In general, a high total fat intake and a high intake of saturated animal fat and trans fats, which are found in many processed foods, are associated with a decrease in the ability of insulin to do its job. Polyunsaturated and monounsaturated fats, like extra virgin olive oil, have a much less tendency to have an adverse um, effect on insulin sensitivity. Increase your fiber intake, which is why beans come in handy. Increase your intake of fruits and vegetables, especially the carotenoid-rich ones like pumpkins, sweet potatoes, spinach, tomatoes, mangoes, apricots, and cantaloupes. These will increase your fiber as well as your intake of micronutrients and will help promote the efficient use of insulin. Eat one ounce of unsalted nuts daily. Get sufficient sleep. There's mounting evidence that sleep deprivation can be a causative factor in diabetes. Curtailing sleep to four hours per night for six nights impairs glucose tolerance and lowers insulin secretion in otherwise healthy, well-rested young men. That was actually in a study. And this is a pre-diabetic condition which is entirely reversed when those um, men got that, paid back that sleep. Don't smoke. Drink moderately. If you drink, drink wine, beer, or spirits. Drink moderately. Pay close attention to these nutrients, magnesium, calcium, vitamin E, chromium, zinc, potassium, and omega-3 fatty acids. They all play a role and it's really important to make sure that you get the sufficient amounts of all of those. For um, your risk for developing diabetes is higher than normal if you are age 45 or over, are overweight, are African American, Hispanic Latino American, Asian American, Pacific Islander, or American Indian. If you have high blood pressure, you have a re blood relative parent or sibling with diabetes, have a low HDL, which is the good cholesterol, for men that would be under 40 and under 50 for women, having a high triglycerides of over 250, have had gestational diabetes when pregnant or gave birth to a large baby, are active less than three times weekly, have been diagnosed as having metabolic syndrome, consume a high-fat diet, especially one high in saturated fats and trans fats. So those are some of those things that um, tend to predispose you for diabetes. So with that being said, I'm going to take us off mute so we can say goodbye to each other and... I hope you have a great day. So there we have it, beans and why they're important and how to attempt to avoid diabetes.
Remember at the top of the hour, One Team Global will be on Facebook Live, and one of our leaders will be sharing how to build a new skin business. Go out and make it a great day. If you get a chance to get some exercise outside, that is totally fabulous. This is Susan Mann signing out for April 14th, 2021. Have a good day, everyone.